I cannot believe we get this big a game yeah. in the opening week, even though LC thinks Florida State's going to kill them. I think this is going to be a close game, an emotional game. And I think it's going to be one of those games that the committee, they're looking at, everybody forgets we get to December, what happens week one sometimes. This will be a big game and a big opportunity for both these teams to kind of show what they're all about. Sports. Go, Jalen. Go, Jalen. Faith. Oh, no. God help us. Celebrities. Kiff it. Run the ball. And all things Southern. This is the Funny Main Podcast. Comedian Funny Main want to welcome everybody back for another episode of the podcast. Today, got to preview the big game. It is officially college football week. Number three, Florida State. Number one, Alabama. Going to give you my top three X factors for the game. And a breakdown of what I think is the battle that will determine who will be victorious Saturday night in Atlanta. I've been doing my research, just trying to get to know some more of the Florida State players, reading up on them. I know they're a good team, but I wanted to see which players are actually making them a good team that they are. And through all of the research that I did and just lining up uh, the X's and the O's and all of that, I look, I don't honestly think that I need to spend time talking about skill positions. I don't need to talk about special teams. Special teams will be a factor. They'll be what they'll be. But I think it's easy, folks, and it shouldn't even be a long episode of the podcast. It's going to come down to Florida State's offensive line versus Bama's defensive line. Both groups honestly have a lot of questions coming off of last year. Uh, that great freshman quarterback, Francois, that that is at Florida State, everybody knows that he took a beating last year. Like He took a beating last year, and that was directly correlated to that makeshift O-line. And I started looking at the pieces that they may have on that offensive line again, And I'll just be honest, it is as bad as you think it is. Not bad from they just don't have any talent. They've got talent, but experience is definitely going to come into play. And I got this great clip from Ryan S. Clark. He's a beat writer for Warchant.com. So listen to him talk about Florida State's offensive line to maybe give you more perspective. It's maybe the biggest question facing this team because you look everywhere else. I mean, Yes, you've got questions at running back and receiver, but at least there's some semblance of a personnel. Whereas if here, based off of what we saw in spring, it seems like maybe there's four starters, maybe. But I think really the big question with this team is what goes forward at center. But I guess before we get into that, when you look at this team as a whole, I mean, let's put it like this. If Alec Eberly starts, he is your most experienced lineman with over 20 career starts. And yes, while you have experience, maybe you lose athleticism by not going with Andrew Baselli or Baby and Johnson. But if you go with a younger center, then do you know who the most experienced lineman is? It's Landon Dickerson with wow. seven career starts. Yeah, the, same Landon, the same Landon Dickerson who's coming off of a knee surgery. And as I always put it, the same Landon Dickerson who is younger than Google. You're listening to the Funny Man Podcast. Having to put together a quote-unquote makeshift offensive line is just not a good position to be in against this Alabama team. Now, keep in mind, this is the 2017 Alabama version, and they have proven nothing. They have proven nothing. But if we have to go off of uh, 10 years of experience, you know they're going to be ready. 
if nothing else, solely based on the fact that Alabama has so much talent on that roster that the cream of the crop will always get played. There's no way Nick Saban is going to put players on that field that are not showing him something through the spring, through the practice, and returning from last year. It's just not the way that he does business. So I think the political thing for me would be to say Florida State has a chance of this matchup. There's, there's the X factor. I'm not going to do that. I, I, I'm just not even going to play around with it. I think that the Alabama defensive line, the whole front seven for Alabama will show up in that matchup. But this is where I think Florida State can have some success. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm actually higher on our D-backs this year than I am on the front seven. I know it's been a long time since we've had that situation, but when you're talking about starting with Minka Fitzpatrick, Ronnie Harrison, Trayvon Diggs, Anthony Everett, Tony Brown, you've got to give those guys some attention. Like That is a lot of returning firepower there from last year. And I think that they've got something to prove. But with them having something to prove and not being proven like I know they can be as a unit and Florida State having the type of offensive line that they have, if Florida State can get those quick dips and dunks, if they can do that successfully and maintain a few drives and start to get into the heads of these Alabama D-backs and start to get that play count up like, Clemson did in the national championship I think it plays into the favor of Florida State now whether they can be patient enough to do that for four quarters effectively I don't know but I think they can get into the heads of these Alabama D-backs I don't see Florida State breaking out into the running game they may do okay and when I say okay by Alabama defensive standards 70 to 85 yards, I think that's a good day against Alabama running. But I don't think that Jimbo is going to hang his hat on that. I think they're going to try to pull some things out of Clemson's playbook to see what they did well against Alabama, not just this past championship, but also the first one. And, And what they did effectively was they wore Alabama's defense down with the dinking and the dunking. And then a few big shots down the field to those great receivers. So, again, I ask, will they be patient enough to do that for four quarters? Also, another thing that I'm worried about with Alabama will be the on the field vocal leadership. I tweeted about this some days ago, and then I heard an analyst from the SEC network kind of echo my sentiment. So I was like, okay, so somebody else sees what I'm seeing or heard what I heard. But take a listen to this clip. Deron Payne, Deshaun Hand, Raekwon Davis, uh, Rashawn Evans, Minka Fitzpatrick, Ronnie Harrison. The talent is absolutely there, but do you have the leadership? That's what I want to see. When there's adversity on the field, who are the leaders that are stepping up? And when it comes to being inside that program, coaches are saying Sean Deion Hamilton and Minka Fitzpatrick are stepping up as leaders, but they do lack vocal leadership. Mm-hmm. So interested to see in times of adversity who steps up for that team because they're going to need to have that same attitude they did last yeah. year to have the same product. This is the Funny Man Podcast. Two more X factors that I think will play into this matchup is I'm not sure if all of the Florida State players, I know some, you know, will definitely have their mind right, but I'm not sure if all of the Florida State starters have their mind right for a game of this magnitude. 
Has Florida State played in some big games? Of course they have. They won a national championship in 2013 season and returned to the playoffs that next season where they got thumped, but they were in the playoffs nonetheless. But Bama, I mean, going back to 2008, this is what they do on opening weekend. They open with a big-name opponent, and that's been since 2008. Now, if you look at Florida State's opening opponents, 2011 season, they opened with Charleston Southern. 2012, they opened against the Murray Racers. 2013, uh, their championship season, they opened with an in-conference game against the University of Pittsburgh. 2014, they opened with the Oklahoma State Cowboys. 2015, the Texas State Bobcats. And last season, of course, the neutral game against the Ole Miss Rebels. So I would say that the big first weekend is kind of a new thing for the Florida State program. You're talking about bringing in all of your unknowns into this this neutral site game against the number one team in the country. You've got to make sure that everybody is locked in. And, and that's one thing that I do when I look at the beginning of football games. I look in the players' eyes. Like, I can see who's locked in, who's still looking up at the lights, who's checking out the band, who's worried about the atmosphere. Locked-in players are usually looking at that team across the sideline. Like, they're locked in. So I'll be interested to see if they are ready for that atmosphere. Alabama players, on the other hand, this is just the culture. This is not even me talking as the, as a fan. This is just fact. But the culture is you have to earn a right to get on the field that first game. They have to see you being consistent from the bowl games, if you're returning all the way through the spring and the summer to now. So I don't think that this stage will be too big for the gentlemen that will take the field as starters for Alabama. Now, granted, it's a brand-new stadium. And that could have some impact. It ain't the Georgia Dome no more. A place that Alabama definitely made into their second home. But this is a new stadium uh, a few feet away from the old Georgia Dome. So it'll be interesting to see how that kind of plays into the mentality of the players there. This is the podcast where the fans meet. Funny Main Podcast. My last X Factor. And this applies to both teams. I'm pretty sure they know that the spotlight will be on, but uh, I, I like to say that this is a contract year. This is a contract year for a lot of players on both rosters. A lot of third-year players, a lot of seniors. This is the game where a lot of these guys' draft position is going to be determined. And I know you're like, well, there's a lot of football left. It's just the first game. But no, it's just that serious. You got that many eyes on you because if we're being honest, a lot of players have made it to the league based on what they've done against Alabama. It doesn't always come down to win or losing. It's just about your productivity when you're playing against so much talent that is on that Alabama roster and for the Alabama players as well. And you're going up against a great team like Florida State. You've got to bring your A game. That They're going to watch that tape religiously. It's going to come up. When we get to March, April, and the draft is coming around, they're going to say, yeah, he was a good player, but against Bama, but against Florida State, 
it matters that you are consistent as a player in these big games because anybody can go out and shine against, you know, the uh, not knocking anybody, but the, the Charleston Southerns of the world or the Sunbelt schools or even the Mac schools. But can you be consistent against top talent from the ACC, the SEC, the Big Ten, the Big 12, and so on? So, for everybody that's uh, listening and waiting for a prediction, I will not do that, okay? I'm going to save my predictions for uh, these videos that I usually do with different TV stations. I think y'all can kind of tell which way I'm going to lean. But if we're talking about Alabama versus Florida State, I'm not going to predict a victory. I'm just saying I like Alabama's chances. Other than that, wishing both teams, Florida State and Alabama, a hard-fought, injury-free game as always. May God bless both teams, both fan bases. And let's have some fun this Saturday. Roll Tide. Sports. Go, Jalen. Go, Jalen. Faith. Oh, man. God help us. Celebrities. Kiffin. Run the ball. And all things Southern. This is the Funny Main Podcast. For more episodes, visit FunnyMain.com or follow on social media at FunnyMain.